Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. And as you can see by the title, a little different podcast today, certainly necessary with all that's going on uh, in the world, specifically uh, with our uh, human brothers and sisters in the Ukraine. Uh, we want to concentrate today on ways that we can help uh, folks in the Ukraine and, and actually answer the question, what can we do? What can we do from this side of the pond uh, if we want to assist uh, those uh, folks that are in the Ukraine, uh, those folks who are fleeing to neighboring countries? What sorts of things, uh, Kelly, are available for someone uh, like me who would like to make a donation or some sort of gesture for help for these folks as uh, they continue to go through this um, trying time? That's what we're going to talk about today. So it's not going to be a whole lot of uh, you know, preliminaries today. I just want to kind of get into this and just know uh, in order to see all of the information I'm going to present to you today, because it's going to be quite a bit and some of it I'm going to give you for homework. I bet it most of this, but of course, this is going to be your time, your money. So I would suggest that you go back and take a look uh, before you actually do any type of donating. I've done uh, as much work as I could possibly do to ensure the integrity of what I'm going to offer you here. Uh, some of the names of programs uh, you will have heard of, some possibly not, uh, but certainly in times like this, when we are trying uh, to help folks, there are always a group of people out to take advantage and things like that. So let's be aware of that. Okay, but let's concentrate on the good in terms of uh, the folks that are trying to help. How can we help? Um, Certainly, you know what's going on in the Ukraine with this Unanticipated, I think for most of us would be the way to say it, an unanticipated uh, invasion by Russia into Ukraine, which are leaving families and uh, people in distress. Many lives have been lost to this point, but so many uh, folks are now uh, becoming refugees and neighboring countries uh, such as Finland are, are taking uh, quite honestly, not a, a, a lot of <laughs> taking a lot of Ukrainians, but a lot of Russians are, are leaving Russia as well, and they're fleeing because uh, they know or at least they have some sort of uh, anticipation of what's coming. But let's concentrate on Ukrainians today. The conflict in Ukraine uh, poses obviously an immediate and a growing threat to the lives and the well-being of. Uh, listen, we're talking about millions of children, millions of children. So one of the first Efforts that I'm going to suggest if you want to donate and assist is to look at UNICEF. Uh, UNICEF is a well-known organization and it has uh, been around for years. It's been around for for decades 
and I think uh, obviously this is is legitimate. And uh, I'm here at their website, and it talks about the children, how many children obviously have been harmed and wounded uh, during this uh, particular struggle, but also the number of children who may be unprotected and their parents may have been affected. Obviously, you want to protect the children that are in uh, the Ukraine. Many of them are, are trying to flee to neighboring countries, which either they're walking or, you know, some sort of long journey. So the past eight years of conflict in the Ukraine have already inflicted profound and lasting harm to children. With the escalation of this particular conflict, the immediate and very real threat to Ukraine's children, it has increased. It has grown. So that means homes, schools, orphanage and hospitals have all come under attack. Imagine the civilian infrastructure, what it's like in terms of water, sanitation, facilities, uh, lights, power, uh, food, you name it. Uh, all, all of this has been affected and it leaves millions without access uh, to just amenities, just things that we have every day. So UNICEF is working with partners to provide just vital humanitarian supplies, vital humanitarian supplies, and to reach vulnerable children and families with essential services, including health education, protection, water, and sanitation. So I'm going to post this onto our uh, Facebook page. It has a donate button here. Uh, It talks, it gives you a little bit more detail about efforts and things that they have already done. You know, their shipments uh, uh, for UNICEF humanitarian aid services uh, are going into the Ukraine. I did hear a live feed from the United Nations today, and they were talking specifically about UNICEF and specifically about safe travel for humanitarian supply. So this is an ongoing conversation, and this is a way that you can affect change immediately uh, simply by a monetary donation. Uh, Before we move away from this, just so you know, how is UNICEF helping? What are they doing exactly with children and with families? In other words, where would your resources be going in terms of support? Well, UNICEF is UNICEF is working around the clock to scale up life saving program for children. This includes the following ramping up efforts to meet critical and escalating needs for safe water, for health care education, and also protection. Secondly, providing vital humanitarian supplies. On March the 5th, the first batch of humanitarian supplies arrived in western Ukraine from UNICEF's Global Supply and Logistics Hub in Copenhagen, including personal protective equipment to protect healthcare workers from COVID-19 as they respond to this particular civil, I'm sorry, critical need Uh, for children and their families, as well as desperately needed medical supplies, including medicine, including first aid kits. Uh, Thirdly, uh, UNICEF works with uh, municipalities to ensure that there's immediate help for children and families that are in need. Next, supporting mobile teams, providing children's uh, protection services, child protection services, which we all have and, and understand why we need that, and psychosocial care to children who are being traumatized by events like this. Chronic insecurity is how they describe it. 
And then lastly, continuing emergency response efforts to address COVID-19 outbreak. I think in this country, we've, we've sort of, <laughs> man, we've kind of gotten past almost COVID and the pandemic as if it's over. But there's so many other countries that are just in the middle of still Omicron. I know Hong Kong and, and a lot of other places are hitting really hard uh, with the last variant Um so just imagine being set upon by, a, you know, violent, you know, neighbor here and you're still dealing with the pandemic. So there still needs to be some response to COVID-19 outbreak as all this is happening, including working with the municipalities in those areas to increase the COVID-19 vac- vaccination rates and strengthening awareness, raising and capacity for building efforts. So all of that being done by UNICEF. And in addition to what I've just stated in terms of how you can donate, this is a simple donate button here. You click on the donate button and it's very intuitive. It gets your information and it asks you exactly how much you would like to give. Okay, so that is uh, the first uh, place that I'm going to offer you and say, hey, this is a this is a valid place. If you want to help uh, folks in Ukraine, this is a valid place that you can do that. So now is a list of humanitarian organizations. OK, I'm going to give you a list. I'm not going to give you so much details. I did with UNICEF. UNICEF, I think, you know, most of us have heard of and uh, would feel comfortable giving. So as we move to the next list of uh, humanitarian organizations that are organizing to help uh, during this crisis, some of them you will have heard of as well, such as the Red Cross. Others you may not have heard of. Uh, but like I said at the onset, I, I uh, the goal here is to bring to you options. Uh, and because I feel like this audience wants to do something, I want to do something. I have done something. And uh, children uh, is, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, just a humanitarian. Uh, just any humanitarian effort in times of crisis and even outside of crisis, it just seems appropriate. Anytime people are in need and we can help them, uh, it seems like the appropriate thing to do. If you recall, uh, we talked about portions of funding from our platform here for the podcast. It was not just for the podcast. Yes, we need to grow the podcast and do some technical upgrades, different things like that in terms of marketing. But one of the primary things we are doing here is raising money for uh, the purposes of helping businesses in underdeveloped communities. So this is no one off for this podcast or for me or for how we feel about humanitarian efforts. It is always in order to help folks and to be of assistance to folks who need it if you can do that. I believe that is part of being a good human being. So anyway, back to the program. Red Cross, uh, the Ukrainian Red Cross uh, says funds will be used to help those in need affected by armed conflict, as well as paying for blood collection efforts, mobilization of volunteers and resources and emergency activities. So everything, again, that I'm telling you about is there's going to be a link. I'm going to give you a link on the Facebook page. Now, because I know a lot of you don't want to go over to Facebook and over to the Facebook group, I'm going to copy all of these same links and I'm going to put it in the show notes. It's going to be so incredibly easy for you to access any of these. So while you're listening on your smart device, on your laptop, all you have to do is scroll down a little further past our logo and go to the show notes and Ukrainian Red Cross, UNICEF, 
all the ones that we're talking about today, I'm going to post the same links that I'm looking at here. I'm going to post it in the show notes so you can just link out there and donate and donate. Now, one question that may come up when it comes to the Red Cross. Well, Kelly, if I don't want to give money, can I donate blood? That's going to be a question for the Red Cross. Quite honestly, I don't know because I don't know how blood is stored and the longevity of it. Uh, Obviously, we're here in the States, but if um, you are hearing this and you are closer to Ukraine and you do have Red Cross in your country, if you are in Europe and this is something that you want to do, I would look into your local Red Cross and ask that question again. You're going to have the link. You're going to have the contact information for your Red Cross, and you're going to be able to donate monetarily quite uh, quickly. Okay, so that's our goal, quite honestly, is to try to get uh, some quick donations out so that the efforts, as they are needed, I mean, I I don't think I need to convince you that this is something that's necessary. Uh, But whatever we can do, even if it's more than one donation, I think we should we should go ahead and do it. Now, they are listing a international committee of the Red Cross as well. They have a separate Red Cross website. It's hard for me to say this. Uh, But right now, uh, donations outside of the Ukraine uh, looks like monetary donations are being accepted. Okay, it doesn't say anything here about accepting any type of, you know, blood donations uh, for the purposes of, you know, helping people with blood. But that could change. And the closer you are to the country, perhaps that that is changed. Now, we already talked about UNICEF. Uh, This is, in case you don't know, UNICEF stands for the United Nations Children's Fund. This is why they were talking about today. If you recall, I said I was listening to a live feed for the United Nations. They are pushing to get, uh, as you saw, the first delivery from March 5th went in already into Western Ukraine. And they're trying to establish more safe routes for humanitarian efforts to go throughout the countries to different cities. Ukraine is not a small country. So there's, you know, quite a. you know, a number of cities there that are being impacted and they're going to need just as much help as those cities that have uh, are, are probably easier to access on the west side of the country. All right. The United Ways United for Ukraine Fund. Again, United Way is not a, a newbie to this. United Way is a brand that's been around for years. It has a strong brand. It has a strong reputation. I would feel very comfortable donating to the United Way. The United Way's worldwide new fund will be used to aid those who've been displaced by the crisis and to help meet needs such as transportation, shelter, food and medicines, critical child care supplies such as infant formula and diapers, hygiene kits and much more. So if you want to give to the United Way, that's a brand that you're familiar with. Perhaps that is a brand that you have donated to before. Maybe you don't like the Red Cross. I don't know. I'm giving you options. Here's another. The United Way is also taking donation to support the humanitarian aid effort for the Ukraine. As I said before, more than a million people have fled the Ukraine, a number that is expected to reach four million, four million by the time this conflict is over. The United Way is stepping up to support those displaced by the violence, providing life saving relief. Now, a lot of these folks are leaving on foot 
You know, they're not flying out necessarily, so they're going to neighboring countries. And those neighboring countries are going to need resources as well in order to help these refugees. So the United uh, for the Ukraine Fund will address both the immediate needs like transportation, accommodation, food, medicine, child care supplies, hygiene kits, and even longer term needs as this conflict, you know, goes on. So United Nations or the United Way partners are vetted. They are nonpartisan. They're on the ground. They provide vital help and they are there. They're there. They're known for being there when you need them most. Now, current partners include United Way Romania, United Way Hungary, and I'm going to grossly mispronounce this next one. Uh, United Way Fundacha Dobrych, D-O-B-R-Y-C-H. Uh, Good Incentives Foundation in Poland, but additional partners will be identified as the needs shift. They say here 95 percent of your donation will go directly to our organizations on the ground who provide relief uh, for those that have been impacted by this growing humanitarian humanitarian crisis. Uh, they've listed some suggested donation types here, just like UNICEF did and the Red Cross. Uh, it starts at $25 and goes up to over $2,000, whatever your pleasure. You can pay with your card, uh, credit card, and you can also pay via PayPal. So those are uh, a lot of options, and that is detail related to United Way. Now, in addition to that, there's the International Rescue Committee. Uh, you've got Save the Children, and you also have the UN Refugee Agency. Okay, the UN Refugee Agency, the um, Ukraine relief efforts that are being headed by what's called the International Rescue Committee. There's a complete article on this particular organization and how you can donate throughout the Ukraine specific to uh, organizations, I would say, that are located in that region. Example. You have uh, the Ukraine Red Cross. I told you about that before. That's obviously in the Ukraine. The World Central Kitchen, the WCK. It was established in 2010. And it's an organization that deploys chefs directly to disaster areas to provide hot meals in need. Okay. Uh, Through this organization, you have Global Giving Ukraine Crisis Relief Fund. Uh, This is in the Ukraine and you have Vostok SOS. Uh, Vostok SOS is a Ukraine-based non-governmental organization. It's dedicated to assisting areas of conflict within the Ukraine. This organization is currently accepting donations to help aid local people evacuate the vulnerable and provide trauma after the shellings. Okay, again, these are local to the Ukraine agencies and organizations that you can support if you feel comfortable sending your money to these organizations. They are there in the Ukraine and they can help. All right, we've got a few more, uh, but I think you get the gist. Uh, There's going to be a list in the show notes and it's up to you. If you want to go, you know, with the brand that you know of, a brand that you don't, it doesn't really matter. Your heart's in the right place. You want to give. I just believe it'll get to the right place and it'll do the work that it's intended to do. Uh, The last uh, site here is the Sunflower of Peace. Sunflower of Peace uh, takes monetary donations. It's a Boston-based 
organization. It collects non-perishable medical supplies, including bandages, neosporin, aspirin, ibuprofen, and other supplies, as well as batteries and flashlights. Obviously, as you've heard, as you're you know, listening to the news, power, electricity, things like that uh, have been affected in the region and people are in need of most, if not uh, all, of the daily uh, um, amenities that we're used to. You know, people are traveling long distances. They're walking. They need food. They need water. They need restrooms. They need supplies. We talked about COVID, et cetera, et cetera. So at this point, um, I wanted to bring this to you today because I know this audience wants to do something. And here is something for us to do. It's a little general. It's a little high level. uh, But we're going to keep talking this through because it doesn't look like this is going to be over anytime soon. Go back. If none of what I said uh, resonated with you on the first listen, go back and listen again. Go to the show notes. Pick one of these areas and give a donation. It doesn't have to be a whole lot. There's a lot of us, okay? So if you want to donate $50 or $100, and we've got, you know, 5,000, 10,000 or more listeners, 25,000 listeners, uh, that can be a great impact for folks who have been impacted. Their lives are totally uprooted in the last two weeks. And these folks don't know where they're going to lay their heads tonight. And many of them have children. So let's be good citizens of the world and let's uh, engage. Let's be a part of the solution as the problem works itself out. Okay. thank you guys so much for listening today. I know you're going to act and I know you're going to act quickly. We'll be back again with another podcast uh, here at Things You Should Know. My name is Kelly. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.